Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. A surprise Charlie with a different intro song. Brought to you by the mother cash app. Actually, no. <laughs> I wish not. it was. We're not. I, I wish it time. was. Sometimes. Sometime. I just want to steal that Joe Rogan line. Charlie's had I re- like it. Charlie's had a really, really long day of conference calls. Yes. All day. I've been sitting here across from him while he speaks to people about... How to more efficiently streamline the healthcare billing process. And it sounds like you're watching movies. I've been watching movies. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched Oblivion when I got here this morning. I've Guys, been on the Tom Cruise kick lately. Y'all listen um, to me. Yeah. If you want a good job, come work for me. I'm telling you. Also posted a bunch on TikTok. You hang out with me. You get to watch I movies. Did, I did some research. I fought some trolls on Instagram. I, you know, I've been doing my job. But no, uh, you've, you've done good work. I watched Oblivion and then I watched Edge of Tomorrow after that. And right now I'm watching Contraband. So and um, doing a podcast all at the same time. And Look doing, at this. Yeah, and doing a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. ADD at at its finest. Yeah, I mean, while I was doing that, I gathered podcast notes. I pulled together a bunch of news stories, posted like fifteen things across our social media pages. Well, if you guys don't know, this is what killing it looks like right here. <laughs> okay, this is what it looks well, like. Well, technically, this is what killing sounds like. Well. Yeah, we're not killing live it. today. Not we're, killing, sorry, killing it. Yeah, not killing. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we are not live today, mainly due to laziness over the last couple of days. I, <clears throat> there's a lot of other reasons you could set out and say, here's my excuse, here's my excuse. Yeah. But it all boils down to laziness. You probably and, could have turned that movie off and maybe like cleaned up my desk over here so that yeah. the camera would have looked better. It's not in my it's not on my contract. <laughs> I'd have to sue you if I had to clean anything. So there's just no way. Hey, no you, did, way. you just helped me clean something. I know. It's, I one, know. it's the one thing I tasked you with. Look, I'm a <laughs> I'm an excellent boss. Oh. I don't make any rules. No. There's no rules. This is a libertarian organization. As long as work gets done and the as money comes you, in, and who cares? Yeah, get your stuff done, money rolls in, Speak, and everybody gets paid. Hey, we gotta we gotta um I don't know, we gotta do a little bit of business here. Subscribe to the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. That's right. If you're looking for a place that cares about individual liberty, personal responsibility, self-ownership, limited government, a government that's so small, it's not even there. <laughs> Destroying Bernie on the regular. Yes. If you want- On so, the regular. My full-time job is to look in to proposals from people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. BernieLies.com. For BernieLies.com and dig into them really really research them i mean you're talking economic data from the national bureau of economic research that reading literally like 150 page studies so i can accurately disprove all of these plans and what you still i still have one of those uh texas instrument calculators over there i think i'm over here you're crunching like numbers doing laughter curves and yeah x and y axis analysis yeah. analysisation exactly and what i came up with what what came up with what I came up with was that socialism does not work. No, it just doesn't work. Mm-mm. The you know I told someone earlier on Instagram. It honestly doesn't even sound good anymore. It, it used to sound good. It doesn't. Now, now it just doesn't even sound. No, good. when I was a little kid, it sounded good. Did you see that recent interview? Was somebody asked? They're like <clears throat> the the anchor asked him. So, Bernie, you describe yourself as a socialist. He goes, put democratic in front of that. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> like it matters. Democratic. Please. 
as long as the people vote for the socialism yeah it's, it's different it's the same thing socialism is the removal of your individual rights it's a and what he wants apparently is democratic socialism which would be 50.000001 percent of the people uh completely dictating to the other part of the country what they have to do in their lives and that that's not good that doesn't sound like it really cares about human rights it doesn't protect Um, minorities that's for sure no it doesn't protect minorities that's the craziest thing like oh we care about minorities that's why we think the majority should control everyone that's anti-minority it's exactly Mm anti-minority and 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 that's what democratic socialism is and then when you look at the economics of it it's simply not possible it you does. know maybe the democrats have never actually changed they just changed tactics maybe like they're know. still racist and yeah i guess so. and all that's that. what it is now they've they just, just they figured out a way to say i'm for civil civil liberties civil liberties yes wow i said civil liberties <laughs> yeah wow civil should have liberties mr too. producer start this over yeah now, um, civil liberties, they pretend to advocate for those. And at the same time, through this backwards, you know, twisted ideology, they actually advocate for policies that disaffect minorities. Yeah. I mean, they, a, it's, it's a, it might be genius, honestly. We went from and a then sy- all the minorities follow them. I know. Wow. It's literally it's like, like your, your and I's idea. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. It's like mining your idea of running on a, you know, progressive platform. And then once we get in the office, just fire everyone surprise bees no i wish trump would do more firing yeah so good at it on tv i don't know we fired john bolton look what's going on now (laughs) it's not not looking too good well bolton wasn't very good anyway yeah yeah. um no it's just it it, economically it doesn't work um human you know when you look on a humanitarian scale it doesn't work we've got hundreds of millions of people dead we've we've got tons of starvation and we have we have proof that a free market can rise above all of those things and just be amazing and lift the lowest the the lowest on the totem pole among us out of poverty and we've created this system the democrats have where okay um we don't now guess what ooh guess what now minorities you get to vote for who your master is going to be there you go yeah how about that now you need to be completely dependent on us for your food and your housing and your education and your health care actually you won't be able to live if we aren't your master but we're going to let you pick who your master is going to be and we're going to tell you what's best for you no that's i mean that's not good and they'll just change the rules yeah that's what happened like the recent socialist countries you look at venezuela as a prime example you know, they were democratically elected and then they just changed the rules. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you know, Maduro's just going to be president for life now. China, president for life. Like Jordan China. Peterson said, there's always a Stalin waiting in the wing to, to what's he say, to, to kill you and take your power, yep. basically. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the problem. The, we say <laughs> it all the time. Maybe you trust Bernie Sanders, but who the heck is going to be the president after them? How can you tell me that you trust that person with all the power you want Bernie Sanders' government to have? He you says, don't know he, who they are. He says, even if you are the supreme avatar of moral authority. Yeah. 
As only Jordan Peterson would say. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great line. So, yeah, that's what we do here on the podcast. That was a very long description of why you should subscribe to this podcast. Uh, Because we do a new episode every single day. Most of the time we go live across Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and all kinds of stuff. So you can watch the podcast live or you can watch some clips later on all of our pages. We're basically syndicated. Yeah. We've syndicated ourselves. All those platforms. Yeah. Own own yourself, man. Let's teach people how to self-syndicate. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to say that because of all the S's in it. Yeah. It's a lot. Self-syndicate. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Actually, this whole podcast is going to be about subscribing to it. The whole that's what, thing. That's what the whole thing. Let's do an now, hour-long podcast about why you should subscribe. Look, I mentioned Trump firing everyone earlier, so that leads us into a great discussion we have here when we get to the news. Let's do the news. So and this is a uh, interesting article where Nate and I haven't ever th- really thought about this, and so we're going to teach you basically how to read an article and then start to have a logical, coherent thought conversation with somebody about it we'll just say what what our thought process is out yeah. loud yeah you want to read this one or you want me to you can go you want me to stay you like supreme okay. court stuff so let's I talk do. about supreme court this coming out of nbc news in a 5-4 ruling well, that was close that yeah. was a close one uh supreme court allows trump plan to deny green cards to those who may need government aid mm. Mm. so initially right off the headline i mean you know Obviously, I know about the whole thing. Well, yeah. And how many people are going to share this article without even reading it? So, yeah. And it's from NBC News. So, NBC News. Yeah. So, out of Washington, the Supreme Court issued an order Monday allowing the Trump administration to begin enforcing new limits on immigrants who are considered likely to become overly dependent on government benefit (laughs) programs. We've already added in a bunch of arbitrary terms, by the way. Yeah. They're just considered likely to become overly dependent. Likely to become overly. What if we draw on the line at overly dependent? I have no idea. You're what? just a little bit dependent on taking money out of my bank account without my permission. That's okay. But don't become overly dependent on taking money out of my bank account. And who decides? I don't know. Who draws the line? I mean, see, well, now we're talking. See, this is, uh, let's say Trump is trying to fix a symptom of a problem, which is the it fact. Is. Right. It's the fact that. Uh, immigrants apply for benefits in the first place. It's, it's actually the fact that we give out benefits. It's the fact that the benefits exist. Yeah, right. That's the problem. You wouldn't need to have this Supreme Court. Sorry, we're already getting to the end. You can go ahead and, and keep reading here through the NBC News article. So the court voted five to four. Justices almost dead Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, I'm sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> I think she is about to either die or retire. Honestly, I think she died a few years ago. (laughs) This is the first case of, I think, robotics where we're controlling something, you know, something's inside her body moving her. You know, I actually like her, though. Oh, yeah. She's not. Yeah. She's not a horrible justice. Um, Um, I might have to disagree. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor. And Elena Kagan said they would have left a lower court ruling in place that blocked enforcement while a legal challenge works its way through the courts. What do you mean works its way through the courts? It it sounded like it did. <laughs> well, I, so I think what oh, what happened a, here was there was a there was a block in the in the lower co- court legal challenge on the law, and what they basically said was they had to take the block off the law, but the actual law itself has not risen all the way through to the Supreme Court. Gotcha. Yeah. 
The Department of Homeland Security announced in August that it would expand the definition of, quote, public charge to applied to be applied to people whose immigration to the United States could be denied because of a concern that they would primarily depend on the government for their income. In the past, that was largely based on an assessment that an immigrant would be dependent upon cash benefits. But the Trump administration proposed to broaden the definition to include non-cash benefits, such as Medicaid, supplemental nutrition, and federal housing assistance. Anyone who would be likely to require that broader range of help for more than 12 months in any three-year period would be swept into the expanded definition. But in response to a lawsuit filed by New York, Connecticut, Vermont, New York City, and immigrant aid groups, a federal judge in New York imposed a nationwide injunction blocking the government from enforcing the broader <coughs> rule. Congress never meant to consider the kind of time limit the government proposed, the judge said, and the test has always been whether an agreement and an immigrant would prime would become primarily dependent on cash benefits. The government has long had authority to block immigrants who were likely to become public charges, but the term has never been formally defined. The DHS proposed to fill that void, adding non-cash benefits and such factors as age, financial resources, employment, history, education, and health. The acting deputy secretary Ken uh, Cuccinelli Cuccinelli said that the proposed rules would reinforce the ideals of self-sufficiency and personal responsibility, ensuring that immigrants are able to support themselves and become successful here in America. So my initial thoughts on this is it's terrible that we're tying up all of this. We're basically wasting a lot of money on all these, this, these government bureaucrats going back and forth on something that shouldn't be an issue because we shouldn't have benefits to begin with. However, I think the Trump administration is in the right here. I, I do. And in fact, they should just blanket deny everyone. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what, what he just said there at the end, that last paragraph, the acting deputy secretary said the proposed rules would reinforce the ideas of self-sufficiency and personal responsibility, ensuring that immigrants are able to support themselves and become successful here in America. Let's get rid of all the benefits so we can ensure that and incentivize that for everyone that's right. in America. Not just the immigrants. Exactly. Jeez, all the immigrants are going to be better than the American people. Yeah. <laughs> because we're only going to get the productive immigrants. <laughs> the people that want to come here and work and build a better lives for themselves. Yeah, which that's, is good. I mean, that, that, that was the, that's, that's been, good. That's been the idea of America all along. Yeah. It's just Americans don't remember that anymore. So it's, what's crazy to me is that immigrants can come here and get a green card and stay here and then they get cash benefits. Yeah. So they get Medicaid, supplemental nutrition, federal housing and cash to live on. I, I, I mean, I what's guess so direct welfare? Yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, welcome to our country. Here's everything you need. There's a bit of a, you don't have to do anything. We got everything. <laughs> the reason this is the American dream. Everybody in America lives like this. Yeah. No one in America lives like that. No, no. You know, the, the dream, the people like you hear all these great stories, especially like, you know, the baseball players or like some of the businessmen and stuff are like, Oh, my family immigrated from Poland. And you know, my dad, you know, started a shoe store and, and we had nothing. We moved over here with $10 to our names and, you know, yeah. we, we busted our balls and you hear and now, Gary, Gary V talking about it all yeah. the time where he we moved from Russia, moved from Russia. He lived or, uh, in a studio, Ukraine, maybe he, I think it was, well, he said Soviet union. So, okay. um, he, they moved from the Soviet union. He lived in an apartment, a studio apartment with nine family members and and that was the life he had. Now he's obviously he's a multi multi millionaire. 
on top of that. He tells the story all the time, and that's the American dream. Right. That's exactly what it is. And Americans need to take a step back and think about what the American dream is. Right. Because everyone's forgotten it. We all think that the American dream is that other people are supposed to take care of us. And that's not it whatsoever. It's nothing to do with what America is supposed to be. You're not just because you're American doesn't mean you're guaranteed a house. No. And a car and medical and food and also a salary, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. That doesn't make you American. Now there's a the reason I wanted to talk about this is there's a libertarian there's a libertarian conundrum here, obviously, because we are libertarians. I know a lot of conservatives listen to the show. We we appreciate that. And if you guys want to talk about this, send me an email, Nate at goodmorningliberty.us or Charlie at goodmorningliberty.us. And let's talk about this. I want to talk about it. But we have a bit of a libertarian conundrum because I'm not anti-immigration. I want as many immigrants to come to the U.S. as possible. I, if you existed in a system where there was no welfare state, then immigration would only be able to be positive. And that's the system that I want to live in. So there's a bit of a conundrum here when I'm, when I'm saying I agree with this rule, I agree with this order that could block people from coming into the country as a libertarian when I also don't agree with most of our immigration standards. So there's a bit of an issue there, but we have to talk about the world that we actually live in which is a world where someone can come here, the government can forcefully take money from me and then give it to other people. So when you live in that world, unfortunately, if you look at the incentives, it will incentivize people to be very picky and choosy about what people get to come here. So that's the world that we've created, big government people. You've created a bunch of people who want to decide who can and can't live among us because you're stealing money from the people who are actually productive. So thanks a lot for that. I'm of the notion of give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Yes, come here. Yeah. We want you, but we're not going to pay for you. Yeah, the, in, the next line does not say, and we'll steal from the productive people no, and give it to them. No. That, that, that's, that's not the next line in that poem. By the way, that's the quote from the Statue of Liberty, yeah. in case anyone just thought I came up with that amazing <laughs> thing on my own, which is likely for people to think that I would come up with that, but I, of but course. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did steal that from the Statue of Liberty, but yeah, it doesn't, afterwards it doesn't say, mm. we will give you a stipend and a house and Medicare and uh, food. Yeah, that's not that's not what it says. No, no. It says you're tired, you're poor, you're huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Come here and be free and have the opportunity to build the life you've always wanted to build where you were held down in other places. Yeah, it means come here and be free. That's that's, that's it. All it means. This is the land of the free. Yes, but that's it. The other people are not going to be enslaved to make your life better. That is not what that means but at all. if you have trouble when you come here, don't look to the government. There's all kinds of charities that help all kinds of people. I mean, the church that I go to, we do a lot of work inside the refugee communities. Yeah. You know, the people that come here. I think like um, a couple months ago, we do this thing called the Dollar Club where everybody gives an extra dollar. And we uh, bought a, a new van for a refugee family so they would have a vehicle. Nice. 
So like, look, there's churches. Now, did you have them check charity. a box making sure that they were devout Christians before your nope. church gave them anything? Sure didn't. No. Okay. Nope. Not at all. That's normally what I'll hear back is like, oh, the churches, you know, what? A, I don't go to, I don't go to church. I'm not Christian. I'm like they don't care. That's not what we the, don't care. That's not what the churches are looking for. But at least good ones. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There might be some out there that do that, but no, the most of not most churches like, you know, America gave. Uh, every year we give about $400 billion to charity. Yeah. That's after being fleeced for, you know, three and a half trillion dollars in taxes. We give America gives more in charity than the next 20 countries combined Yeah, combined by the way. So we're a very giving country. We talked about this. I believe it was yet on yesterday's podcast, or maybe it was the interview that we did when we were talking about healthcare and uh, it was the interview we did mm-hmm. on the honoring honoring Ron Paul podcast, but but we talked about how you know before government before Medicare and Medicaid you know hospitals didn't turn people away, you know the churches and the community and and the people helped those people out. Yeah. So if you do come here and struggle, there's a way for you to get help, but it doesn't have to be from the government. So I mean, my thoughts on this article specifically. Um, is that it's unfortunate that we have to have an administration make this rule anyway, because the benefits shouldn't exist. And then we would never even have the actual problem. So the real solution would be to get rid of the benefits yeah, so that people would be responsible for themselves. And if you need help, your community is there to help you out. Yeah, we should apply this standard evenly to anyone, whether they're an immigrant or not. That's, that's the, uh, that would be my rule. Amen. And then you get rid of the divide. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously Republicans and Trump supporters are going to support this and all the Democrats are going to be like, well, you hate immigrants, you xenophobes. Yeah. You're a bunch of xenophobes. <laughs> is, is it Bill Clinton that's talking yeah, about this? Okay. He gets real angry about it. And so, you know, you're, you know, xenophobic, deplorable self. Yeah. So it creates a divide where if the benefits didn't exist to begin with that that divide wouldn't be there we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah i find it ridiculous that i have to waste my breath on it i know i know well so. let's let's talk about I well good talk, talk man that's it yeah i'll talk to you guys later i wanted to mention this i know this is a few days old but i want to talk about this joe rogan bernie sanders thing real quick for all of our joe rogan fans out there hey i listen to joe rogan podcast i, I like it i like listening to joe rogan I was very disappointed when he came out and officially endorsed Bernie Sanders. He, well, his official endorsement was, I think I'm going to vote for Bernie. You know, that, that, was his, that was his endorsement on his podcast randomly. So I was a little disappointed by that. And I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to say why. And what's been really funny is people on the left saying that Bernie Sanders should reject this endorsement from Joe Rogan because <laughs> Joe Rogan talks to all of these terrible, terrible people, you know, He's had Bernie Sanders. He's had Ben Shapiro on his podcast. Tulsi he's Gabbard. Had, he's had <laughs> he, he's had Jordan Peterson on his podcast. You know, he's you can't take an endorsement from this guy. So that's pretty funny. But I was a little disappointed in Joe Rogan. Not that I know him personally, but Joe Rogan's had. We mentioned Jordan Peterson. Joe Rogan's had Jordan Peterson on his podcast like three times so far, and he's done some other interviews and stuff with him too. 
And anytime he has Jordan Peterson on his podcast and Jordan Peterson is sitting there talking about personal responsibility and he's talking about how people need to pick themselves up and they need to, to be stronger and overcome all of their problems and how they're responsible for the things that are going on in their life. Rogan's always like, yeah, man, yeah, that oh, that just makes to- makes total effing sense, man. I don't know why people don't get that, you know? And you can tell that, like, he agrees with it. it. There's sometimes I see him interview people and he just, like, lets them talk and, you know, he doesn't really agree with what they're saying. But when in, he... I'll say, okay, so in fairness to Joe Rogan, I would say that he mainly agrees with Jordan Peterson on where the left goes too far. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow he doesn't see that Bernie Sanders goes too far, it, but Bernie Sanders, his whole mantra, he doesn't hype on the politically correct stuff like a lot of, you know, crazy progressives do. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that doesn't, that kind of fits Joe Rogan's mold. Yeah. And then of course, like a lot of people see Bernie as a good guy. And so a lot of people, if Bernie was in charge of these kinds of things, maybe you think it would go well. Yeah. But we've always talked about Bernie's not going to be in charge forever, even if he does become president. Yeah. He won't be president for the rest of your lifetime. No. He might not even make one term. The guy (laughs) just had a heart attack. Yeah. He literally just had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he went to Cuba to get it fixed. (laughs) I'm sure he did. They've got universal health care down there. (laughs) And there's no way he would ever give, you know, government money back into the healthcare system. No, he wouldn't do that. No. But it's I'm you know, maybe I'm off base on this. I would just, Bernie Sanders is anti-responsibility. He's anti-personal responsibility. He's blame everyone else for your problems. You're not responsible for any bad decisions you've ever made or any repercussions from those decisions, any consequences from your decisions. Wherever you're at, it's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. And so for some reason, I had developed this mindset that Joe Rogan was better than that. And maybe it's, he literally said, he literally said, well, you know, he's been saying the same thing his whole life. He's been completely consistent. He's never swayed on any issues. That's a stupid reason to endorse someone. Like, this guy has been a complete idiot his entire life, so I like him. Like, that's a terrible reason to endorse someone. I'm sure every other socialist dictator throughout history thought the way they did throughout their entire lives doesn't mean that they were a trustworthy or a good person or that they were worthy of your presidential vote. It just means that they were completely ignorant for a really long time and they talked about it, you know, and and that's all that means. Well, and Joe Rogan says things like, you know, what Bernie says makes sense that we're the richest country in the world and all these other developed nations have free health care or, you know, government run health care. A Medicare for all type of solution. Why can't America do it? And yeah. Joe Rogan's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. We are the richest country. All these other countries are doing it. Why can't we? Yeah. And he doesn't ever take it further than that. He's just like, oh. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people agree with Bernie because of basically that. It's like this simplified, you know, we're the richest country in the world. All these other countries have free healthcare and America should have it too. Healthcare is a right. It's a right. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, Yeah, it's a right. It's a right. Well, because you have a right to life. So it's easy to confuse the two. You have the right to life, meaning that you have the right to not have your life taken from you by someone else. 
that that's your right to life that protects people i brought that up for you a couple hours ago what a genius yeah um there's your yeah i brought the brought charlie coke zero a couple hours ago there you go so that's your right to life and then they confuse this with the right to have health care which is completely different because your right to life does not force any other people to do something for you it simply says that they not do something to you that's what your life that's what your right to life is the right to health care means that you have the right to force other people to do your bidding and not have to be responsible for exchanging any type of value with them that you have the right to take value forcefully from other people and not be beholden to giving them anything of value in return and that's completely completely different things so i don't know i don't know why i was so disappointed about joe rogan doing that it's not like i mean i don't know who else he was going to endorse that i would have been happy about um i you know i don't think he was going to announce his support for ron paul in 2020 or anything like that so i I just i thought it was worth mentioning because it shows what can go wrong when you don't dig more than two sentences into an issue it's true you know okay uh we're the richest country in the world there's no reason we can't have this. Okay, why don't we talk about it for one more minute about the fact that we literally do not have the money to do this, that it actually doesn't exist. Like in the real world, the real world right here around us, the physical world right here in front of us, we do not have the money to do this. Does that matter at all? If you took all the money from the 1% and that still would not be enough money to do this, does that matter at all? Apparently not. Apparently, we can achieve government-ran healthcare purely on hopes and dreams and catchy slogans. And uh, I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's pretty freaking annoying. What do you want to talk about next? The iPhone thing or the well, a- AOC video? Or what I was, do you want? I was saying from the CNN article that you know we got this from. Um, well, and you've been talking about it for a while now. Um, what he says right here, he's like, I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. Him as a human being. When I was hanging out with him, I believe in him. I like him. I like him a lot. That's it. It's like that's it. Yeah, I think he's a good person. I've said it before too. To me, (laughs) Bernie Sanders on on the Democratic side is the most um, trustworthy candidate in the sense that I I feel like I know exactly what he believes. There is nothing hidden. I know everything about what he believes. He's very upfront about it. And so you could say he's honest. Maybe he's the most honest candidate that's out there. Now, Trump on the other side, obviously extremely honest, gets in trouble for it all the time. He's too honest all the time. But as far as the Democratic candidates go, yeah, I could say that as far as a trustworthy candidate goes, there's no surprises. Yeah. You know, exactly. He's. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything left to be found out about him. He's a devout communist. So, I mean, the who, oh, never mind. I'm not going to go into it because I don't want, you know, <laughs> I don't want media matters to be attacking us or anything like that. I so. do like how it said that Rogan was a libertarian leading broadcaster. Yeah, he did here. say that. Anytime I see the word libertarian <laughs> out there, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. more nor- notoriety. It is a word. I would say, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, shoot, there's a lot of Ron Paul supporters that like Bernie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that they means, think that he's anti-establishment, that he's, you know, he's, he wants to audit the fed and do those types of things. Right. Like, and Joe Rogan is obviously a guy who comes from the left. And so, 
you could see how he agrees with maybe Bernie's foreign policy and maybe agrees with uh, auditing the Fed. And and then also he thinks like, oh, you know, everybody should have health care like, because I care about people. Yeah. But the problem is you're not thinking it through, you know, like it's the, the premise of the idea sounds good. I want everybody to have health care. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, I, 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 that's why we do what we do. Like, I really want everyone to have health care. And Bernie puts it in a way that makes it even for, I would say, smart guys like Rogan to get it wrong. Yeah. To think that we just have the money and if we don't, we'll just print it and we'll, everything will be fine. Yeah. Because you're not willing to go down the rabbit hole uh, that a lot of libertarians get made fun of for figuring out, okay, is this actually possible? Let's follow it all the way down. And it ends up, no, it's not. No. And then, but people get mad at you for, for presenting those types of facts. Yeah. No, people don't like it when you present things that, you know, might end up with them being wrong on the, on the way that they feel. Generally, no one likes that at all. Conservatives don't like it. You know, liberals don't like it. Just libertarians don't like it. No, they don't. Unfortunately, I've never been presented with that situation. So (laughs) I don't really know. Also, Rogan, people, people are mad at Rogan because he, um, you know, they think he's kind of transphobic, which leads into our next article here, by the way. Um, but he has said on a show before, if you want to be a woman in the bedroom and, you know, you want to play house and all that other sh- and you feel like you have uh, your body is really a woman's body trapped inside a man's frame. And so you got an operation. That's all good in the hood, Rogan said. <laughs> but you can't fight chicks. Yeah. And that he was said because he was asked, you know, whether transgender MMA fighters should be able to compete against other women. And he's like, no. And, and you see it play out right now. It's like men should not be fighting women, but like the physical stature and nature of men is completely different. Yeah. Like yeah. Gender f- fluidity. Like Rogan's right about this as libertarians. We don't have any problem with transgender people whatsoever. Do what you want to do. Do what you, don't, don't harm anybody else in the process. Yeah. But then you can't say that you're a woman when you have the physical nature and physique uh, of a uh, uh, traditional male and then want to fight women yeah. in a cage. There's a reason like, that, that's ridiculous. There's a reason that in professional sports as a woman, if you're, ca- if you're caught taking large amounts of testosterone, you can get kicked out of the sport. Yeah. There's a reason. It's because it gives you an unfair advantage over everyone else. Yeah, we'll have people who have natural testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll say that, oh, well, you know, we've got it down to levels that are appropriate. It's not. No. Because the testosterone levels between men and women are very drastically different. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I can't remember the exact numbers per uh, per microliter of blood, uh, but it's a massive difference. And the threshold that they're setting, like in CrossFit and these other high school and, and college competitions, it's nowhere near. And then you already see that you have men who have transitioned into women competing against other women and winning. Yeah. Weightlifting, track. Um before long it was just it'll be all men and and i don't see how the left doesn't see that that's like it's like an it's anti-woman you know it's it's seriously it makes no sense to me we support women and we're also against them yeah it's see this is the problem with the left you don't have to have any coherent thought no there's no no coherent consistency. consistency whatsoever it's not required yeah it's just whatever you feel everything is subjective that's that's it 
everything is subjective. And this yeah. next article shows what happens when you accept a world where <sighs> everything is subjective. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? Okay. Hispanic Miami police captain suspended after saying he identifies as black. Daily Wire brought this up. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> a Hispanic police captain in Miami has been suspended after sparking outrage at a public meeting last week when he claimed that he identifies as a black man because of the one drop rule. His declaration came in response to being accused of falsely labeling himself as black on police exams in order to get a promotion. Do we know what the one drop rule is? Uh, I think they're going to explain that here in a minute. And that means that we're very white for not knowing what the one drop rule is. Yeah. Miami Police Department Captain Javier Ortiz was called before city commissioners last Friday to address accusations that after having identified himself as a white Hispanic man on previous documents... Ortiz changed his racial identity to black on multiple police exams in recent years as an attempt to get a promotion. Though Ortiz admitted during the meeting that he has identified himself in the past as white and Hispanic, he insisted he now disavows that identity. I'm a black male. Yes, I am. Ortiz told the commissioners at the meeting, and I am not Hispanic. He said in Spanish. <laughs> Man, I wish I would have. I wish I would have typed that out in Spanish first and said that. Gosh, dang it! But he, he actually said. I just yeah. added that. <laughs> so, the, so the question is, why is it that every time he finishes an exam, he goes back to white Hispanic male? Asked Sergeant Stanley Juan Poe. Pres- is that right? <laughs> no. Jean Poe. Jean Poe. Jean yes. Poe, president of the Miami Community Police Benevolent Association. Which is the French division <laughs> of the Miami Community Police Department. If you put the word benevolent in your title, then you must be benevolent. So, well, I learned that there are people in my family that are mixed, that are black, said Ortiz. And if you know anything about the one drop rule, which started in the 20th century, which is what identifies and defines what a black man is... Or a Negro. I don't know what that meant. The one drop rule, as Miami Times notes, is a centuries-old reference to assigning black or minority status to persons of mixed race. Amid calls for his termination from the Miami Community PBA and local chapter of the NAACP on Wednesday, police chief Jorge Colina revealed that Ortiz had been relieved of duty indefinitely. That's ridiculous. There's no way they can relieve him. And he's not allowed... In any more Mexican restaurants, it says did down he, here at the bottom. Yeah. Did he make any mistakes that would, you know, get him well, fired from his job? I guess he lied on his. This is the thing. Did he? What's the line? Yeah. You can identify as whatever you want. Yeah. Depending on what the politicians who are in charge say. So what? Maybe he wanted to be part of the canine unit <laughs> as a dog. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And it's, uh, this is the problem when you live in a world that is only defined by completely subjective nature, where anything could be anything anytime you want it to be. You have an instance where obviously this person had been identifying as a white Hispanic. And then when it came time to do his exams and things like that, he decided that he was going to put down black. And why is that? That's because he might have been more likely to get promotions. And that's a whole other conversation in itself, by the way, as to why if you put down black, you would be more likely to receive a promotion. Another symptom 
Yeah. The, yeah. They're trying to trying to curb the symptom of the problems. Yeah. So so this is even, you know, welcome to the world that the left has created minorities. Yeah. Okay. I hey, I hear I hereby am going to identify as a black person. Aren't you Asian? I am part Asian. I am so freaking mad because I probably could have got free college the whole time. I've been denied any type of financial aid you my entire that, life because I put I checked down white on the boxes. That and one if, drop rule. I know. I know. I am. What is it? An eighth? A quarter? Actually, no, they're not Asian? even letting. Um, they're not really like even letting Asians into uh well, like Harvard. But when I went to school, we weren't persecuting Asians yet. <laughs> so it, it would have been okay. You're and, in between the time. Yes. I was between, still. Like we put them in the prison camps we, and then your life. And we then were, now they're not letting them into Harvard. We were still free when I was going to school. But now my <laughs> brethren are being persecuted. and, and brethren. Yeah. And, yeah. and so th- this is the issue now. Like, are you guys going to get mad if there's a leftist listening to this right now? Are you going to get mad if I identify as black so I can get some type of a promotion or a job or something like that? You're going to think that's ridiculous. Yeah. You're going to think it's completely ridiculous. You're trying to abuse the rules. And if I say, well, I heard that someone in my family was mixed. Okay. Okay. That's, this is subjectivity, folks. This is what it leads to. This is why you have to define things when you can. Well, this is why people should be, like King said, judged on the content of their character based yeah. on their merit. Why is there a freaking ethnicity box on the form in the first place? Right. That's the problem. Who cares? You know, who cares what my what ethnicity or or race you are? Yeah. What have you done? That's the question. Yeah. What have you done, or what are you going to do? Yeah. That's it. What are your virtues? Right. Where do you stand? Like, what do you believe in? Yeah. That's the only things that should actually matter, and you should be judged on. It should be a um, a meritocratical system. Is that a word? Should be based on meritocracy. Yes, on I know mer- that's a, I know that's a word on merits even. Right. Yeah, it could be and based the, on merits and the content of your character, not the color of your skin. So the this is yet another symptom of the problem where or the branch in your ancestry tree. You, you should not even have an ethnicity box on the forms in the first place. There's an incentive, folks. We talk about incentives every single day. There's your incentive for people to be able to decide that they identify as another race that they are not so they can get preferential treatment. Remove the incentive, which is the box and the affirmative action that still takes place throughout all types of levels of government and places of employment. You remove that and we won't even need this article. So I want to I want to tell you guys I know Charlie's got to Charlie's got to go today and we we've got to tell you guys about this very very important thing which is supporting your very own Facebook app. If you want to run a Facebook ad on something that you care about, taxation, liberty, whatever it is, pro second amendment, anything that's pro liberty. It's, I just looked by the way. Yeah. 1.3 million reach. Nice. We're up. It's going up. It keeps going up. Facebook page, 1.3 million reach in the last month. If you guys want to run a Facebook ad for a few bucks, here's what you do. You go to gmlconnect.com. You click on support the show. You decide if you want to give three, five, 10 or 20 bucks a month, you'll get a merch item for doing it. So we lose money right off the bat. Just so you know, we immediately lose money. We'll give you the merch item. You'll sign up. We'll talk back and forth about the thing that you care about. And we'll designate an article, a video, a post, a photo, any kind of thing like that. And we'll run Facebook ads so you can actually be taking actionable steps to getting the message out there, to getting the message of individual liberty 
out there in front of as many people as your pocketbook can afford. That's right. So you go to gmlconnect.com and click on support the show. Guys, another way to support the show is share it with a friend or an enemy, anybody you want. Just maybe share it with like, let's say five people. That's a simple number, right? We like simple numbers. It's part of, uh, you know, one of the odd numbers. It's yeah. also a... Uh, we gained 40 followers on TikTok during this podcast, by the way. Nice. That's so cool. That's I'm just, not running ads or anything like that. TikTok's just going up. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Go on, go on there. Be a kid. Sorry for cutting that. Be a kid with us. Um, five people is what I was saying. Send this show to five of your friends or enemies and just let them know, hey, if you want to learn more about liberty, if you want to know more about how to organize society in the boat in the in the best way that helps the most amount of people listening to good morning liberty take the actionable steps that they're saying support the show leave us a rating and review share it with a friend if you guys do all of that uh oh also i forgot the, go to bernielies.com that's a very important website it's the most important website it's on uh, when we go live you guys see it on our banner here it says bernielies.com at the bottom which by the way at politicon was awesome because yeah. a lot of people came up what do you mean bernie lies <laughs> <laughs> this one girl was so red in the oh, face she was mad she was madder yeah she was madder than a I can't think of a saying right now i don't know we'll we'll edit in a saying for that spot right there <laughs> no. yeah. she was just mad yeah. i mean yeah just red red in the face bullet a china shop <clears throat> anyway go to bernielies.com check out how we uh how nate redid his uh campaign website for bernie he literally did. modeled bernie sanders exact website uh -huh. only changed it to accurate information yeah it's yeah. truthful information and we let you know everywhere bernie gets it wrong same thing with lizlies.com guys check that out if you do all that we'll be back again tomorrow hope you guys have a good day and a good morning liberty